to another episode of What's New with the SU, the student podcast brought to you by the Student Union here at the University of New Brunswick. I'm your host, Ryan. And I'm Josh. So in today's episode, we're going to go over what's new with the SU. And we're also joined by the union president, Cordell Walsh. And as always, we'll wrap things up with our Fast Five segment. So sit back, relax, and let's dive into what's new with the SU. All right. So uh, we're going to start off with a little bit of news here. Our first is that we are looking for participants in our annual Breaking Stereotypes campaign. The theme this year is persons with disabilities. If you're interested, feel free to reach out to me, Ryan, at academic at unbsu.ca or Hallie May at wellness at unbsu.ca. Perfect. So in sports news, last time we updated you about the men and women's hockey team. Well, we're happy to announce both teams clutched their elimination game of the AUS championship, and they are currently on the road for the U Sports National Playoffs. The men's team is playing their first game tonight at 7 o'clock at the East Link Center in Charlottetown, PEI, against the Concordia Stingers. The women's team is playing at 7.30 at the Sepsum Arena at the Université de Montréal. Both games can be tuned in live by watching CBC Sports online and on TV. All right, next piece of news here is that we have opened up hiring for our two hired executive positions, that being the Vice President of Communications and the Vice President of Research and Policy. For more information, check out our website. So, as we've told you all over the last few weeks, the union has been in the midst of the general election, and I'm happy to announce that the election's now over and we have the results. So, the election has concluded with the results being ratified as of March 12th, and they are as follows. The union president for next year is Amanda Smith. Amanda is the current vice president of events and services. For vice president student wellness, we have Hallie May. She is the incumbent. Vice president events and services is now Kiara McAlpine. The vice president finance and operations is Isabella Hallahan, the incumbent. And our vice president academic, Ryan Sullivan. That's is, me. He is staying on in the position. For counselors, the Renaissance College counselor is Evan Dixessory. Uh, computer sciences is Gunpreet Singh. Science is Ali Murray. Engineering is Tabish Nasir. Management is Sean Briggs. Uh, accessibility is Thomas Lepper. Inclusion is Arnab Taranga and Angela Jalis. International student is Kartik Srivista. Off-campus uh, counselor is Priyanka Takwani. The women's counselor is Sena Barani. Senators for next year are Rose Grant and Gaia Noseworthy. And the Board of Governor representative is Gaia Noseworthy. For those of you who have voted and sent the story or a DM to our Instagram account, there's a giveaway that is happening Sunday at 7 o'clock. Tune in live to win some seller gift cards. You can tune in at UNBSU on our Instagram. Sweet. Sounds good, Josh. That's great stuff. Another great stuff, the Global Gala, which will be happening tomorrow night in the sub-atrium from 6 to 8.30. We're going to showcase our diverse UNB community. We'll have a fashion showcase, and there'll be free food and drinks. Come on out. So, Town Hall Tuesday, the first one ever, happened with Mayor Kate Rogers. The location was switched from the sub to the hill, uh, but overall, plenty of students came along, so we're glad that students were able to meet and interact with Mayor Rogers. Keep an eye out for a follow-up event. Our last bit of news today is the Red and Black Review. To get tickets, you can get them through Eventbrite. Uh, check out our social medias to uh, get the link to that. Uh, the doors will open at 5 o'clock, and your purchase of a ticket comes with a meal. 
Fun fact, this started as a student project over 70 years ago and is now the longest-running show in New Brunswick. That's pretty crazy. What's even crazier is that they got me and Josh to be the MCs for it. Isn't that funny, Josh? Absolutely insane. I do not know why they would trust us with that. But, you know, I think we're going to be looking pretty snazzy, all dressed up in some suits. And uh, there's going to be some good food, so it's going to be a good time. I would say come out and see your uh, two favorite radio hosts live in the flesh. Speaking of the red and black review brought to you by students, we have something brought to you by a student today, a student who goes by the artist's name of Hex. Here is their song, Fire Exit. You came running towards me, but it turns out you were trying to escape the fire we started. So bright, we thought it would last forever, and it did. Except it left me burned Cause I'm the fire exit for our love You used me to release your heart First you forced yourself right in But now I can't say where you've been You ran away but didn't even care To save me, I was completely unaware That you were too damn scared to make a move you're leaving me here looking like a fool I was just a fixture That couldn't help you paint the perfect picture Am I your escape? Who held your hand in your favorite movies and songs Didn't we get along? But I'm the fire exit for our love You used me to release your heart First you forced yourself right in But now I can't say where you've been You ran away but didn't even care To save me, yeah, I was completely that you were too damn scared to make a move You're leaving me here looking like a fool If you don't want it, say it quick Consider this my last dying wish What we had is up in flames Cross your heart and forget my Yeah, I knew this thing would blow apart Yeah, we were lovers in the dark We had a flame, but it was fake Don't you know I hate your
All right, we are back. So that was Fire Exit by Hex. Wow, that's a great song. We are joined by UNBSU President Cordell Walsh. How are you doing, Cordell? I'm great, thanks. How are you, Josh? Good. Thanks for coming and joining us today. We really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you for having me on the show. Um, for folks who don't know me, my name's Cordell. My pronouns are he, him, and I'm in my sixth year here at UNB. Um, I'm coming to the end of my second term as, as president of the student union, which is uh, really exciting but bittersweet. And uh, for those who might be curious what a, a president does, um, the way I really see my role is, is as a support role. Uh, a lot of my vice presidents have specific portfolios, and uh, my role is really helping ensure that their jobs run smoothly and any barriers they face uh, they're able to navigate and overcome and uh, help improve the lives of students. Um, and, you know, I do all the, the media for, for the student union, uh, and uh, I'm in, char uh, in charge of ensuring that the long-term success of uh, the student union happens. And, uh, you know, thinking about what decisions we make today will, uh, how they'll impact students, you know, five years from now. So, yeah. That sounds a lot. Sounds like a lot. Might explain that double victory lap we saw there. Hey, that's pretty good. Woohoo! Everyone loves a victory lap. All right, sorry to make fun of you there, Mr. President. So uh, I'm going to ask you a little question here. Why did you decide to apply to be the president? What was the thought process behind that? Yeah, yeah, it's it's complex. Uh, I, I think the biggest uh, piece for me was that I'm really interested in, in governance and, and student government and politics. Um, and I, I really just, I wanted to get involved uh, at the, the onset of COVID. And uh, so, I, so I applied to be the, the president um, in 2021. And uh, students were uh, grateful enough to, to elect me as their, uh, their president. And, um, you know, I had a lot of ideas on how I thought uh, we could bring the, the student union forward through and uh, out of COVID and uh, make it more sustainable as an organization. And uh, I really wanted to make a, a difference for students as well. I uh, as, as a student, I was impacted greatly by, you know, topics like cuts to student financial aid, sexual assault, uh, COVID, uh, and much more. And I, I thought I could make a difference. And uh, here I am two years later. Like you've said, you've been the president here for the last two years. Last year, we began to transition back to in-person after, you know, two years of COVID. So it's really just a big effort overall. And this year is more of a normal year. You know, we've been in person the whole time. Everyone's back on campus. You know, masks have been going away a bit. We've been having some more events and all that. Overall, just a lot has been done. Maybe you can highlight some of the major accomplishments that you feel you've achieved as the president and then the union overall. Yeah, um, I think the, the biggest uh, accomplishment uh, over the last two years was uh, expanding our advocacy capacity. Um, this past year, we, we brought in a new VP research and policy that's uh, really in charge of uh, creating a government relations strategy and interacting with uh, government officials and uh, trying to push uh, student issues to the forefront of, of uh, their conversations and uh, as a result of that you know we've had a lot of great new initiatives come from that whether it be uh, the MLA Mondays with David Kuhn or MP Tuesdays with Jenna Catwin uh, and recently Town Hall Tuesday with uh, the mayor um, as well as our first, uh, you know, annual advocacy week, uh, where you know we had meetings with over twenty stakeholders, and um, that y included meetings with the premier, uh, several cabinet ministers, uh, etc. And uh, 
you know, in my role as director of advocacy with our federal advocacy partner, uh, I, you know, was overseeing the launch of a federal campaign uh, calling for more student funding. Uh, and I, I had an opportunity to meet with the Prime Minister as well, which was a really exciting uh, opportunity and uh, a great chance to uh, really bring the voice of UNB students uh, all the way to the, the highest level of, of our country, which was fantastic. Uh, so I think that's that's probably um, one of the biggest ones and, and has led to a lot of great uh, connections with government uh, that I think will we'll see pay dividends for students. But aside from that, you know, another major feat that we have was uh, partnering with our, our uh, universities counseling services uh, for $25,000 in funding um, and during the first semester uh, of this year it created over 100 bookings and appointments for 41 new students and uh, you know we know that uh, students really rely on counseling services uh, more so in the, the winter semester as uh, seasonal depression and, and such uh, you know become a bigger issue with, with daylight uh, being shorter and such so you know, we really expect those numbers to even increase further with that funding, and uh, we're really excited to see uh, how that uh, progresses over the next couple of years and uh, how that investment uh, plays out to benefit students. Uh, and then I think the the last major feat worth worth noting for right now is uh, the engagement that we've been having. Uh, we weren't uh, your, our election turnout was a bit lower than what we had ho- hoped for, but uh, certainly we've had great attendance with events. Uh, you know, we're up in social media followers now. We're engaging with students through a great platform like this, and uh, I, I think we've been hearing from students a lot more and outreaching to to students a lot more. And I think that's just making the the work of the union uh, that much more impactful for. Uh, you know, going into next year and as we come out of COVID. So, well, that is quite the list of accomplishments there, sir. I assure uh, our thanks as members of the student body for the hard work of uh, you in your past two years alongside your counterparts. That was uh, surely a lot to do. And speaking of things to do, you got a lot of time after this. What are you going to do? Yeah, uh, the the hope is to do a lot. Um, right now, I'm. Um, I'm I'm hoping to to find another part-time job throughout the summer and uh you know get get ready for my transition into the next phase which uh will be my masters. Um so uh you know there I'm really excited for that and uh, my time here at the student unions really influenced uh, my ability to do that and my interests it's it's changed greatly from before I was student union president and after and uh you know, I, I through the, this experience, I've I've learned a lot about you know government advocacy, being a, a manager of of individuals, and uh, just about you know not for profit corporations and how these organizations run. Um, and uh, you know, I have a, a really big takeaway from this as well, and and that's you know encouraging students to get involved in in student unions or uh, even just clubs and societies. Um, I know uh, one of the the drivers that got me involved was uh, my hope of creating change and having an impact. And I know there's always this perception that students' voices aren't aren't heard at decision-making tables. But something that I've seen over the last two years is uh, when you really spend some time uh, fostering uh, positive relationships, uh, students do have a strong voice, and I think everyone recognizes that. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for the next phase. That's all great to hear, and I mean, that is exactly the call that we're looking for. You know, you seem to have enjoyed your time so far with the union. I know you only have a month left to go, not that anyone's <laughs> counting or anything. But, uh, you know, to speak for myself and Ryan a little bit, you know, we just started out this year, and I think we all can kind of echo the same thing that you're talking about, right, about bringing change, getting involved, kind of making the student voice heard. 
Um, and that's kind of what this platform can be used for. You know, we can reach out to community members, not just the students, but it's just getting the student voice across. So a big recommendation that I want to just tell the viewers at home is, you know, Ryan mentioned earlier, we have the position of Vice President Communications and Research and Policy that are currently being posted right now. Um, this summer, you know, we're going to be switching things in orientation for next year. We have the red shirt and black shirt applications that were just out. You know, we have a ton of positions coming up always, and I know we just finished the general election. We're going to be getting into a by-election here in a few months in October. But if you're ever slightly at all interested in joining the union, you want to get the voice heard, certainly apply, run, do whatever you can. So let's go with our final segment of today, our weekly favorite segment, because I made it up. It's the Fast Five segment and with a little bit of a graduation theme with Mr. President and Mr. Lonis and maybe myself, we'll see. We are going to do our Fast Five favorite moments at UNB. Josh, what is your first favorite memory? You know, the first one really comes from my first week here at UNB, and that has to be going to the Frex. You know, I lived in Neal House up in residence. We all just took a wander downtown to the exhibition grounds, went to the Frex, somehow made it on the UNB Instagram. Don't really care. I think I looked pretty cute. But, uh, you know, they have some good rides, some good food, nothing better than cotton candy on a stick next to a uh, stable where a bunch of horses are. Uh, yeah, what about you, Cordell? Yeah, speaking of uh, your first week here, I think mine was uh, Blast Off. I, I don't think there's a better way to uh, start your university experience than uh, standing around a truck and cheering until you can't speak for another week and then uh, ending it off with some fireworks and uh, calling it a night. It was a fantastic experience, and uh, I'll, I'll miss the, the fireworks dearly. Speaking of fireworks, my favorite memory is living in Joy Kid House, let me tell you. There were some fireworks going off in there. Because you put 300 18-year-old kids, what could go wrong? No, what could go right? <laughs> and a lot of things went right. That's my number one living in Joy Kid. Wow. Um, okay, number two for me has to be homecoming. We're sticking in the theme of, you know, the first month in September. You know, it's, it's a yearly tradition. Everyone's getting together, spending the day together, celebrating being back, ready for another year. Can't complain of that. What are they doing, Josh? They are having a good time and celebrating in good nature and just simply drinking some non-alcoholic beverages uh, around everyone. Nothing else at all. Yeah, well, uh, speaking of uh, annual traditions, I think uh, my my next, uh, my number two is uh, Harrison's Great Pumpkin Sacrifice. It was, uh, you know, it's it's always a, a great way to, to end uh, midterm season and, uh, you know, having an event like that, which has a bunch of mystery, and then uh, throwing the pumpkin off of uh, Harrison's roof was, was always a fa fantastic uh, event, and it, it, the lead-up to it was, was always exciting, too. You know what wasn't a mystery? The winner of 2019 Red Awards Event of the Year, Halloween for Hunger, combination act of myself and Mr. President over here. It was a great time. Lots of money, lots of uh, perishable foods for the uh, Greener Village Food Bank. Great time, wholesome memory. Won't forget it. What's your number three, Josh? Number three has to be Rao. Nothing better than raising a little hell up in uh, Neil House. <clears throat> you know, goes to a good charity. People are shaving their heads or getting pied in the face in Meal Hall. It's a big show, great charity. 
Yeah, my uh, my number three is definitely my own graduation. Uh, it was it was certainly COVID affected, and I, I took graduation from uh, my apartment. But nonetheless, uh, seeing my name go across the screen and and knowing that I I had my degree to to take with me forever was uh, was a fantastic experience. Well, <clears throat> mine not graduation related whatsoever. Also, the year two thousand nineteen. Picture yourself, Scotiabank Center downtown Halifax, UNB, down by two, Marcus Masters, brother of great UNB basketball player Javon Masters, running down the court, zero seconds on the clock, bang, game winner. Made it on TSN. That was my number three moment here at UNB. All right, number four for me has to be watching the UNB Reds men and women's hockey teams, and there's nothing better than watching in a skybox like we did a few weeks ago. Well, uh, you know, <laughs> speaking of, of criminal activity, I suppose, I, I think my number four was, uh, you know, uh, visiting LBR and, uh, you know, perhaps uh, walking away with salmon, their, their beaver. And, uh, you know, it had a great visit in Harrison one night, and uh, it, it's a memory I'll always treasure. I believe we call that borrowing without asking. Exactly Very different. Right. All right. So... I imagine, you know what could have fueled such behavior as stealing an LBR beaver? A night at the late, great, never-forgotten College Hill Social Club. The best place on campus, and no night was complete without 18 plays of the high school musical Breaking Free remix. Oh my goodness, that is my number four. A memory? Uh, Hazy memory, we'll say. Yeah, speaking on the whole haziness, potential, borrowing without asking, um, mine would have to be, you know, living in res. I mean, everything comes back to res, I guess. Um, Taking a leisurely stroll, hypothetically, around all the residences on campus, walking in, going to inquire about their lovely pool tables, inspecting all the pool balls, and uh, then potentially finding out the next day that all the eight balls from every res may have hypothetically ended up in Neil House. Um, that has to be a good memory that may or may not have happened. Yeah, I was always wondering why we never had an eight ball to play pool with. Uh, this makes a lot of sense now. Um, my, my number five uh, is uh, similar to, to Ryan's, but uh, it's, it's long nights at the cellar. It's always... Uh, Great to, to go and support uh, students who work for the cellar and uh, students who run the cellar. And uh, so I've, I've definitely spent my fair share of money uh, giving back to students uh, through the cellar. Yeah, that's what I tell my parents when they see the bills. Donating to the student community. All right, number five. It was brought up earlier. Someone stole my answer. Whoops. It is Cordell's graduation. <laughs> He's gone. We're free. Thank goodness. Woo! <laughs> Just kidding, Cordell. We love you, and we're so happy for your future endeavors. Love you too, Ryan. Psych. And love you too. Uh, Okay, well, that's really all we have for today's episode of What's New with the SU. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Make sure you join us again next week um, where we have MLA David Kuhn coming on the show. Big thanks to Cordell. Thank you very much for coming out today. We appreciate that. Thank you. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at UNBSU uh, to stay up to date. Thanks for tuning in, and make sure you join us next week to see what's new with the SU.